0: You know, there are uh, millions upon millions of people who follow the teachings of a man named C.I. Schofield, best uh, recognized for the Schofield Bible. Perhaps you read it yourself. Uh, And he incorporated his notes right along the scriptures of the King James Bible. Uh, I've spoken about this uh, in the past, including in these uh, teachings in this series here. So that's what we're going to look at today, this... uh, teaching of a future millennial temple. Uh, I know that the uh, dispensational people, they talk about um, uh, tribulational temple and uh, millennial temple. I'll be dealing with this uh, millennial temple here. Uh, let's go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 43, verse 19. And thou shalt give to the priests the Levites that be of the seed of Zadok, which approach unto me to minister unto me, saith the Lord God, a young bullock for a sin offering. So in the Schofield Bible, the notes that accompany that verse, Ezekiel 43, verse 19, reads as follows, and thou shalt, doubtless these offerings will be memorial looking back to the cross, as the offerings under the Old Covenant were anticipatory, looking forward to the cross, in neither case have animal sacrifices power to put away sin. So, uh, that's Schofield's study notes, that's his note for that verse, Ezekiel 43 and 19. So, uh, obviously Mr. Schofield uh, believed in a future Jewish temple a physical uh, temple that would be built uh, this would be for the millennium uh, kingdom uh, where Jesus Christ reigns on earth now uh, his teachings are shared by many many people especially today you go to Christian well Christian bookstores they're fading because mostly uh, everything's being done online now uh, but, Uh, You would see uh, all types of books, uh, and most would be dispensational when when it speaks about the end times and the future. And uh, so this uh, particular verse is talking about a young bullock that's being sacrificed, and it's being offered up for a sin offering. The Bible, ladies and gentlemen, the scriptures tell us that this is for a sin offering. Offering, And it was the blood of those sacrifices that would atone for the sins of the people. So um, Ezekiel never mentioned the sacrifice of a bullock being for a memorial in in nature, folks. So this is how the dispensational people uh, get over on people. You know, millions have been seduced and gone astray, uh, hoodwinked might be a better word, by this type of, of teaching. This type of teaching, ladies and gentlemen, it's a smack in the face to the finished and perfect work of Jesus Christ on the cross. It's going backwards. It's not going forward. It's returning to the shadow. You know, after the reality of Jesus Christ has already Come so, don't be fooled by the Dispy uh, teachers, the the uh, the Schofield uh, Bible uh, preachers, and, and similar teachings. You know, go back to the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. Take Jesus Christ at His word. We're talking about fulfillment here, okay? We're talking about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word of God, the Word made flesh, who dwelt among us. He paid the price in full, and and this is what people need to know. Ladies and gentlemen, because these 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 teachings are all over the place. You know, in fact, the Bible teaches us that God had no pleasure in, in the sacrifices uh, of animals. And, and it was all pointing forward to the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And if you're still looking for a temple uh, uh, to be set up, you know, the, the Jewish people uh, are looking to build this temple. Um, you know, folks... You know, millions of Jewish people to this day still reject Jesus Christ. So uh, it's important that you know that. So let's go to the scriptures. It says, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 4 through 9, it says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me, and burnt offerings and sacrifices, for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me. To do Thy will, O God. Above, when He said, "Sacrifice an offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin," Thou wouldest not, neither hadst pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. Then said He, "Lo, I come to do Thy will, O God." He taketh away the first, that He may establish the second. So we know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the animal sacrifices—they were done over and over and over again, because obviously. They were pointing to the reality in Christ. They they never had the power to completely remove sins. That's why they were done, you know, uh, on on an uh, everyday basis and even an annual basis. The the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippurin, the Day of Covering. So ultimately, all these were uh, types and shadows pointing to the fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If you're walking around New York City on a sunny day, uh, no clouds in the sky, and and you see this large building, and and there's a shadow that is going to be cast as the sun shines uh, over that building. So you can see the shadow of the building and walk in the shadow. Perhaps you want to get out of the heat. But keep in mind, if you're headed toward that building, toward that building, You're still in the shadow. You're not inside the building until you're inside the building. Otherwise, you're still outside. You're in the shadow. And these uh, Old Testament uh, sacrifices, ladies and gentlemen, there were types, there were shadows. Why remain in the shadow? Why go back to the shadow when the fulfillment, the reality has already come? This is something you need to know, folks. You know, Satan, the way he works, he always will... Uh, move to to take your eyes off of Christ. Keep in mind the majority of Jewish people and Gentile want nothing to do with Christ. So uh, this delusion of a future temple with sacrifices that are only memorial and in, uh, in nature, this is a dispensational lie. It's lie number six. Uh you know look at John uh, chapter 1 verse 29 when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming look at this the next day John s- seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith behold the lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world so here's the fulfillment here's the reality and he is the one who will take away the sin of the world the types and shadows in the old testament pointed forward to the lamb of god don't ever forget that folks you if you have christ you have everything if you know christ you've been born again of the spirit you've been washed in his blood folks it's better than hitting uh, the the lottery <laughs> oh yes it is you have everything Oh, yes, why? Because you know the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You've been born again. You've been saved. You've been washed in his blood. Hallelujah. So uh, you got the reality. Don't go backwards. Don't, don't listen to these uh, teachers that tell you about future temples and memorial uh, sacrifices and all that. John the Baptist knew what he was talking about and that uh, Jesus would take uh, away the sin of the world. I mean, could the scriptures make it any clearer so i hope you're understanding the gross deception that has infiltrated so many churches today the bottom line ladies and gentlemen satan hates jesus christ he hates the truth about the blood of jesus christ oh yes he hates that truth he doesn't want you to know this stuff. He'll have you, your mind confused, okay? No memorial types. Forget about that stuff. ain't going to happen. Put your faith in the Lord if you don't know him today. He's the one who will wash you clean with the blood. Here's some good scriptures. I'll give you three Bible verses. Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Folks, we've been purchased, we've been bought with a price. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter whether you're Jewish or Gentile, we have one thing in common. We were nothing, nothing but sinful wretches deserving hell, but we've been bought with a price. This is the only way uh, to know the, the real God, by the way, folks. It's true, Christ. It's, it's by what He did for us. It's by the blood. If you're not a Christian today and you say you're spiritual and you don't believe this stuff, well, you're lost according to the Word of God. You, you, you've never seen your own sin, that, 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 that you need a Savior. You need to be cleansed. You need, you need to be washed with the blood that Christ shed. Hebrews 9 and 12 neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood. He entered. In once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. That's Hebrews 9 and 12. So so the animal sacrifices, ladies and gentlemen, they were pointing to Christ, but now Christ, He entered into the true and a real holy place in heaven, ladies and gentlemen. He did that for us. So he obtained eternal redemption for us. No more animal sacrifices, no memorial. Uh, and I, I might as well throw in a Catholic mass there. I mean, that the uh, sacrifice of the mass uh, in an unbloody manner. That's even worse. <laughs> I could do a whole teaching on that. I've taught on that already. So, folks, let's get look at another verse here. Revelation 1, 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the princes of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins, In his own blood. Look at that. He loved us and he washed us from our sins. How? In his own blood. That's what it's all about, folks. No memorial sacrifices uh, to remind us about Jesus in a future Jewish millennium. It's hogwash. It's not true. I have, I have the scriptures to tell me what Christ did for me. I don't, I don't, I don't need to uh, go to a Jewish temple and have watch animals being sacrificed. Oh, that reminds me of what Jesus did. It's an abomination. It's an insult to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So um, look at what Jesus said uh, concerning Israel. Luke 13, 34 said, O oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee, How often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings and ye would not. So, uh, you know, the Lord loves Israel, still loves Israel, but he sent the prophets to them and and what what did Jesus say that they did? He said they killed the prophets. Let me read that again. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killeth Israel The prophets. They killed them. They stoned them. Okay? He wanted to gather them. Forget Christ is eternal. He was the one who was working with the children of Israel in the Old Testament. He wanted to gather them. He said, I often wanted to gather you, but you weren't willing. They were rebellious. And to this day, it remains the same, folks. (laughs) That's a fact. That is a fact. So, uh, we're going to stand before uh, God one day. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at Luke 24, 44 to 47. This is Jesus speaking. And he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So first thing you need to know, this is Christ speaking, ladies and gentlemen, after he rose from the dead. So. Why is this important? Because he's the Son of God. He's the Word of God. He's the Word uh, that created all things. All things were made by him and for him. Okay? This is the Word who was made flesh and dwelt among us. So here he was preaching to them. He was killed. Think about this. He, he just rose from the dead, ladies and gentlemen. He was killed. He was murdered on the cross. Shed his blood for us. So here he is standing standing. Uh, before them, and what does he do? He takes them to the Scriptures. That's something you'll notice Jesus does all the time. He makes it clear that it's the Scriptures that speak the truth. Remember when the devil came against Christ, what did he say? It is written. So here he does it again. He says, look, uh, these things must be fulfilled. He says, "Uh, uh, it was written in the law of Moses. It was written in the prophets. It was written in the Psalms. And it was all about me, he said, concerning me. Uh, And then he opened their understanding because he had the power to do that. And uh, he let them know the the, the scriptures. It behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And he said, preach this gospel. Preach the word and begin uh, at Jerusalem. Preach it to all nations. So uh, as I said it goes from the old to the new, folks. Revelation always moves forward, not backwards. We don't go back uh, to types and shadows, you see? Uh, that's like Antichrist, folks. I'm telling you. Keep your eyes upon Jesus Christ. Look at this, Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us By his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Now, it says right here, ladies and gentlemen, that in times past, different manners, God spoke by the prophets, but now he says he speaks by the Son. So why go back to the book of Ezekiel and start talking about memorial-type sacrifices of animals in a future temple? When the Bible says God speaks by his Son, what you do with Jesus Christ is the only thing that matters, ladies and gentlemen. Either a person knows Christ or they don't. Either a person is born again or they're not. Either a person is washed in the blood of Jesus Christ or they are not. And so, you know, a lot of people like to say they're spiritual and they do all sorts of spiritual things and so on and so forth. It means nothing. If you have not saved, if you've never been washed in the blood and born again of the Spirit, you're lost it goes for Jewish or Gentile. So many people have been influenced, deceived by these uh, dispensational teachers. Brainwashed is a better word. Uh, You know, people make popes out of their Protestant and evangelical uh, pastors. They never question uh, what they're being taught, ladies and gentlemen. And it's a sad uh, thing for sure. So uh, let me close with this verse here. Luke 7, verses 20 to 23. When the men were come unto him, they said, John the Baptist hath sent us unto thee, saying, Art thou he that should come? Or look we for another. And in that same hour he cured many of their infirmities and plagues and of evil spirits. And unto many that were blind he gave sight. Then Jesus answering said unto them, Go your way, and tell John what things ye have seen and heard, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. To the poor, the gospel is preached. Listen, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. I'm going to read that last line again. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. You know, there's that uh, verse, in, what is it, Genesis twelve three. that's used by the dispensational teachers over and over again, I'll bless those who bless thee, and uh, they've, they've made a, 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 an idol, they've made a God out of uh, the people of Israel, that's exactly what they've done. But my Bible tells me here, blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. That was Jesus Christ speaking. So, folks, what took place here, John the Baptist was in prison. He sent people to go ask Jesus, are you he that should come? Um, uh, Wanted to make it clear, are you the Messiah? Or or were you looking for another? And, And what did Jesus do? He, he keep in mind that the scripture tells us that he was curing many infirmities. He was casting de- uh, demons out of people. Uh, he was giving sight to the blind, uh, and, and he says, "Look, you go tell you go go tell John. This is what this is what I want you to tell John. The blind see, the lame walk. Listen to that. The lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and to the poor the gospel is preached." So what Jesus was doing. Uh, he, He was making it clear to John that, yes, I am the fulfillment of everything that the Old Testament prophets said would happen. They prophesied these types of things would happen when the true Messiah came, and Jesus wanted to make it clear, I am the one. I am the Messiah. That's exactly what he was doing, and that's why he said, blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Listen, if you are not a christian you don't you don't recognize christ uh, to be uh, the messiah but on the other hand you say no i'm offended that you would even uh, think that i need jesus christ i'm offended by that i've encountered jewish people you yeah, i remember uh, witnessing uh, preaching the gospel to a young uh, jewish lady on the uh streets of manhattan you know i didn't know she was jewish until she told me she was jewish and I was explaining to her the gospel and her need of Jesus Christ and that he died on the cross for her sins. She literally jumped backwards, okay? She says, I don't need no man to die for me. And then she, she asked me what Bible I read. I said, I read the King James. She says, I know Hebrew. So uh, did I feel anger to, to, toward that young lady? Absolutely not. You know, I continued to share with her. She was with some friends and then they moved along. So, you know, that's what you do. You share the gospel. Some receive it, some believe it, and some don't. That goes for both Jewish and Gentile, ladies and gentlemen. So this is what we're dealing with today. I hope I made it clear that there's salvation in no other name outside the name of Jesus Christ. You don't need memorial-type sacrifices to remind you of what Christ did for you. Be blessed.